strong and get stuff with my dad. They don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Well, either way. Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. I am here determined to stop this future atrocity. It's just not a natural thing we would do in our society. You don't see that. Yes. Two things that have only never let me down in this entire country's history. The First Amendment and Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Let me tell you, the one that matters is me. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. Like, I really could see myself getting hurt. <laughs> She can wakeboard. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Oh, that's right. So, we've decided to replace our opening music for the Armstrong and Getty show. <laughs> we seem to be struggling with ideas. Oh, I disagree. And we're, we're trying. I think this is exactly the right way to ease the listener into the Armstrong and Giddy experience. <laughs> We've discussed different songs, but there's no way to know what they're going to actually be like until you try them live on the air. Right. In the context of, hey, we've just walked in here. We're starting a big show. We got something exciting for you. I'm not sure this is the right flavor. <laughs> is this... Once again, I respectfully disagree. Is this Kenny Guh? Yes, it is. It's five minutes after the hour. I guess I'll try it in the uh, live from Studio C. <laughs> Dimly lit room. 52 degrees, heading for a sunny high of 61. Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound, and today we are under the tutelage of our general manager. <laughs> Rape, apparently. Uh, sexual oh, assault. That's and, 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 and accusations and the rest of it. Man, there's one headline to me in the world. Yeah. That North Korea video is amazing. Yeah. Mm. Kim walking across the line? Then inviting the South Korean guy back across the line? Nah, I think we'll stay on this side. Freaking amazing. <laughs> Man, I'm hungry over here, huh? That's just a joke. He ribs him. <laughs> Don't oppress me. <laughs> I get it. You're not going to shoot me with a machine gun, are you? <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's go back to the South where we have food. <laughs> I think that video is incredible. It is, it, it is possibly an amazing moment in yeah. world peace. Yeah. It's possibly yet another juke by the North Koreans. But um, you know when the uh, when the Berlin Wall came down, it came down just all of a sudden. Just wow! Yeah, you couldn't believe it was happening for the first you know day of it. All right. It seemed like no, this is too fast. These things are led up to. There are many talks. There are conferences, et cetera. There are treaties. No, they just knocked it down. Two months ago, if you tried to call on that special phone across the that right. that line, you you couldn't. Nobody would answer, mm-hmm. and people were being shot trying to run across. Guess what? He don't want war. And then yesterday you got Fathead walking across the line, smiling with his big belly and inviting the other guy to cross back into... That was amazing. Dennis Rodman could be the next black president. (laughs) If he brings peace to Asia... I Guess what? He don't want war. That's one thing he don't he want. He said in the there. past that he would destroy the United States. Well, yeah. The that, well doctrine. That's <laughs> which he's known for. That's clearly humor. But I'll tell you what is not is the idea. <laughs> Thank for those who missed it. The idea <laughs> of Donald. Well, I, I have to point out that this is not humor. Uh, Donald Trump winning the Nobel Peace Prize if this continues in this direction. Right. How does he not get it? Right. 
Amazing. Well, because they hate him. Because they hate him, and the Nobel Peace Prize is a joke. That's well, the answer, yeah. but you're right. Anyway, so uh, our votes on the Kenny G music? I really enjoyed it. <laughs> you know what's the most interesting thing about the Kenny G music? Is that we used to play that song yes. as a couple of morning disc jockeys. Yes. I mean, like, every day for a couple of years. Bringing you soft sounds to start your day. <laughs> I uh, personally, I personally think it lacks pizzazz. It uh, did, yes. l- it did lack a little pizzazz. <laughs> it felt wrong. I usually walk around with a with a, an erection, and I lost it during that song. <laughs> <laughs> Two interesting revelations there. Oh, yeah, I think I think it would be that felt wrong. Literally impossible <laughs> to perform sexually while that song was playing. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. Uh, th- uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our <laughs> Sorry, board operator, Michael. You're going to have to turn this off. <laughs> it's not happening. Or you got a guy coming over. You're not that interested. You know he's going to get frisky. You put that song on. Right, exactly. Immediately you're fine. Yeah. Uh, let's introduce Bill everybody. Cosby coming over. Huh? There is um, our board operator, Michelangelo. How are you this morning, Michael? Uh, good. I saw a video of uh, the North Korean leader and the South Korean leader planting a tree and like shoveling dirt and right. planting a tree together. But I kept thinking, is that the border right where the tree is? Because if that's a fruit tree... The fruit that falls over on the North Korean side, he can have that. I'm not walking over to that side to pick up the fruit. <laughs> I'll get the stuff from the South Korean side. It was just, what, a, a month ago, one, you had uh, Trump and Kim talking about who's got the most missiles, and and two, you had a guy run across and get shot in the back a whole bunch of times. Yeah. See, the, the, and listen, again, I think that the, your comparison of the transition to East Germany is a pretty good one because the doctrine of not shooting to death anybody who tried to walk into the West was about two hours old when, you know, everything happened. I mean, it happened really, really suddenly. But North Korea, I mean, the, Kim is snuffing relatives left and right in, in, in airports if necessary, shooting dissidents, torturing people. He's still got his prison camp set up and everything like that. So I tell you what, it'd be a shocker. I mean, that'd be a sudden turnaround. But Yeah, but if it's over, it's over. I mean, if, if, if China's told him, look, it's over, Yeah, it might be over. Or if he and his peeps, you know, maybe he snuffed his, his brother and his uncle because they were getting in. Listen, I'm using my imagination here, but because they were getting in the way of his reformist urges. I doubt that. Well, <laughs> that well, one I doubt, but eh? <clears throat> that's incredible. I'm looking at that video. It's amazing to me every time I see it. Uh, the, one, two, three, let's jump. Let's just walk. There's, right. there's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well, fresh off uh, the new Avengers movie, Infinity War. Saw it last night, despite its two-hour and close to 50-minute running time. So a three-hour movie. Yeah, yeah. Three-hour punching superheroes movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and it's more than 40 speaking parts. There are a lot of people in this movie. I enjoyed it thoroughly. When it, when the, when the movie was over, I had that, oh wait, no, not yet. Ah, really? Ah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was really good. I enjoyed it. And so, so much, much punching. So much punching. <laughs> like there's that, there's one part where like Thor's like fighting this guy and he punches him right in the face. Oh, really? And then, and then the Hulk comes through and kind of blindsides him and punches oh. him. And boom, boom, boom. Hulk smash. And, oh my goodness. And then, and then Scarlett Johansson comes through, does some karate on people. Yeah. It's great stuff. So much punching. <laughs> There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'll tell you, I feel great. Mamma Mia, one of the world's greatest bands, back together again. Dancing queen. <laughs> yes. What? 
The Swedish band ABBA says it's recorded two new songs, first new material in 35 years. The band says the songs are going to be performed. Are you ready? By the, yes. <laughs> by the group's holograms in a December TV special. Fantastic. These are the people who, 10 years ago or so, turned down a billion dollars to yeah. tour. Yeah. What? Yeah. How, how old would ABBA be? The people in ABBA. They'd oh. have to be in their 60s. Definitely 60s, yeah. pushing 70. Yeah. I mean, they're not like Rolling Stones old, but they're old. Yeah. yeah. And Bunch of old Swedes uh, stumbling around the stage, howling. Who wants that? Back in the day, I'll tell you, when they were on top of the world, they demanded payment in diamonds. They would not take <laughs> any country's currency. I wow. do the same thing, but with Bitcoin. <laughs> you are diamonds, right. diamonds, diamonds. You're doing well when you can demand your, all your payments in diamonds. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I look forward to them in a hologram form near me. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is Friday, April 27th, the year 2018. Keeping you straight in 21-8. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then. Let's begin officially according to FCC rules and regulations at Mark. Welcome, football fans, to the 2018 NFL Draft. Who's being booed there? That is NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. And you can actually hear in that clip the moment that he becomes visible on stage. Somebody (laughs) hits the boo switch and the audience just simultaneously just boo. And why does everybody hate him? Because he's he's, he's the man. He's the boss. He's the guy in the the suit, man. He's keeping us down. (laughs) (laughs) And making $50 million a year or two. Help his clients. What are our other headlines there, Marshall Phillips? Well, coming up, we've got plug in your DNA and catch a killer. The amazing way investigators track down the suspected Golden State killer. Here's my question. How did both sheriffs want to keep it a secret on our show, but the story broke like five minutes after we yeah. got up here? Yeah, thanks, fellas. Thanks for helping us out. We've been really good to you, yeah. and you screw us. Maybe you got to ask better questions. Uh, Maybe you got to turn off your mic, punchy boy. History being made on the Korean border and Cosby convicted. Stories coming up minutes from now. Armstrong and Getty. We can't. I uh, can't get close to that. I can't speculate on that. Uh, it's just. It's not something we're prepared to talk about right. until we get off of your show. <laughs> and then moments later, we'll confirm every detail. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> how does mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. Plus, we have clips of the week. That's cool. Yeah. There's a number of big stories out there today, huh? Including oh the fact God. that, seriously, America's uh, dad is going to prison for being rapey. Yeah, we should revisit that. It's been such a slow slide. I think we've all gotten kind of used to it. But, uh, I mean, hey, yep. hey, hey, getting sentenced today. God dang it. Unbelievable. Actually, he's not. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Taking every medicine, I'm going to do an experiment. I'm taking every medicine that we've got in the work medicine cabinet. See if any of it makes me feel better. Wow, it's innovative. Yeah, 
Tomorrow is National Drug Take Back Day or something. If you have uh, pharmaceuticals you don't need anymore, bring hmm. them back to the pharmacy. Uh, check your local listings. But um, maybe instead of bringing them back to the pharmacy, we'll all just bring them to you. Yeah, I'm going to take one of everything until I feel better. <laughs> it's got to work. Mailbag is coming up in a moment or two. Oh, Michael. You're... I almost got you. Oh. You flinched. <laughs> he did flinch. At the moment of truth, you flinched. Uh, right now, let's take a fun look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. I want to thank publicly President Xi of China. The, ga- the gun was kind of jammed up and it was pushed down, so we were scuffling. I managed to get him with one hand on the gun, and then I grabbed it from him, and I threw it over the countertop. Jeb, keep it short, and most of all, don't get weepy. You make trade war against China, trade war against Europe, war in Syria, war against Iran. Come on, it's not, it doesn't work. You need a lie. We are the alive. How many apps do you think there are? How many developers who did what you did? Tens of thousands. I can honestly say we got the best weed in the United States. Prince had no idea he was taking a counterfeit pill that could kill him. I do feel like it's time for Congress to do its job. Great news for guys who say I love khakis. I just wish they fell apart faster. (laughs) The seven-year-old news network. Welcome back to the seven-year-old news network. And now some breaking news. Scientists have discovered that Uranus smells like rotten eggs. Your daughter, I love her so much. So, um, a number of people are making a big deal out of uh, Trump's eruption on Fox and Friends yesterday. <clears throat> yeah. And I don't think eruption is an unfair term. Is no, it? I'm telling you, he went full Trump. He could not be stopped. But he said a lot of things about his uh, lawyer, Cohen, that uh, are either legal problems or personal problems between him and Cohen. Right. Um, where yeah. Cohen might think, oh, yeah, F you. Well, and he made Cohen's job a lot harder with that interview, so... We shall see where that goes. Yeah, we'll talk about that more later. Yeah, mailbag. Freedom-loving quote of the day from Frederick, uh, Fred, Frederick Bastiat, philosopher, economist, from his classic tome, The Law. As long as it is admitted that the law may be diverted from its true purpose, that it may violate property instead of protecting it, then everyone will want to participate in making the law, either to protect himself against plunder or to use it for plunder. Hey, now. Washington, D.C., the plunder pit. <laughs> it's, it's not the swamp. It's, it's, the, it's the, the plunder capital of the world. Well said, Frederick. Your words still echo loudly in our eardrums. Kevin, your friendly neighborhood Fagafee Texas, Texas Marine is checking in. He's a friend of Armstrong and Getty over 15 years. And a Marine. Uh, Jack, in today's first hour, yesterday's, in the time machine thoughts, you wonder what the founders would have thought about where we ended up. Fra- uh, Brent Franklin and Thomas Jefferson are two that would not have been surprised. Franklin's quoted as uh, saying, someone asked him as they came out of the Constitutional Convention, what have you wrought? And, uh, and he said, a republic, if you can keep it. The founders believed that the fight for freedom would occur on a constant basis. Unfortunately, they did not force 
I think he means foresee, that the public would soften and prefer despotism <laughs> to free will. Well, yeah, I wonder if I, I sometimes I'm, wonder why I bothered becoming a Marine. Oof. Oof, um, indeed. I, I, yeah, I wonder if the founding fathers would say, yeah, that's what, what uh, that's a, I, I was afraid that would happen when you explained to them yeah. the way things work. Or if they'd say, awesome, it worked. Didn't, didn't the, uh, the clause number four work? Nah, people just decide to ignore it. But it's the Constitution. Yeah, I know, it's crazy. How about the Ninth Amendment? Nah, nobody cares. You remember the Commerce Clause? Yeah, what about it? It didn't mean anything. Oh, yes, it does. Yeah, they'd be shocked. Uh, he signs off KTTTSTF. Keep time traveling to see the founders. <laughs> That's a good sign off. Uh, on the topic of the East Area Rapist, Ed wrote, uh, short, I guess during the show yesterday, what are the chances one of those ancestry websites that collected DNA was used to locate him through samples submitted from him or a family member? We read it at I, the time yesterday. I'd, I'd say, Ed, the chances are quite excellent. Yeah, good for you. I, yeah. I wondered who it was whose text we read yesterday. Who was guessing on that? Yeah. Good call, dude. That is exactly what happened. Yeah. And for some reason, well, you know, look, the investigators had agreed we're not going to talk about this stuff. And so the sheriffs who were on our show said, I can't talk about that stuff. Evidently, even as they were saying that, somebody was talking about that stuff and leaked it. So there are, there are, um, there's law enforcement all across the country that have DNA from bad guys, but have never caught the bad guy. So are they now going to these various genealogy websites and saying, "Hey, can you compare this to all yours?" Well, they get a hit, and then they can they get narrowed down somehow. There are some that are open source, from what I understand. People do it willingly; they share it uh, mm-hmm. without expectation of privacy. It's like you try to find your cousins, which or whatever. most of us would do. And and I still need to do some reading about specifically what they did and how they did it. But my understanding is it was something like that. Mm. Um, but that's smart; it's good. They caught a sure. heinous killer. Oh, uh, and do we know how much it narrowed it down? Uh, I don't know yet. How many people no. they had to look through? Because you might get, you know, 150 family members. That would be close enough. Right. Sure. And then Could you easily start saying, be a number well, like that. it's not her. She's four years old. Yeah. That person's dead. This guy's the right age, lived in the right places. Bingo. Right. Right. Yeah. It could have been, I don't know, dozens, hundreds. Who knows? Uh, let's see. We don't have a lot of time. Uh, is Marshall Phillips a serial killer, is Jeremy's question. Uh, with the news of the killer going for decades without being caught, it made me think, what if a killer lived right in my neighborhood or worked with me and I didn't know it? I started profiling famous serial killers, came up with a list of things they had in common. Compulsive behavior can be manifested in things like gambling, for instance, like mm-hmm. going, playing the lotto, going to casinos, calling bookies, financial advisors. <laughs> the ability to cover their tracks or dispose of the bodies. Be, wear, be wary of people who make excessive trips to the dump. Hmm. They're often bachelors and have difficulty keeping a mate. Watch out for guys who go on a lot of first dates then never talk about the women ever again and then make a trip to the dump. Uh, they often hide in plain sight, working jobs like janitors, salespeople, or radio newsmen. <laughs> that's, uh, that's nice. Uh, if you know anybody who fits these descriptions, don't hesitate to call 911 and report it. I'm sure Michael has already called the police by now. A guy who can't put together one IKEA table in less than a year is not pulling off any perfect crimes. It's just a fact. Breaks his cooking wear in fits of rage when he's (laughs) attempting to prepare split pea soup. Stunning non-indictment. Gets injured doing two push-ups. Wow. Yeah, no Uh, kidding. So, we've got the news coming up. Man, there's a lot of it. Some of it may be world-changing. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
Comey on his book tour went into unfriendly territory on Fox with Brett Baer yesterday for a heck of an interesting interview. Um, maybe we'll talk about that later. And Trey Gowdy, who we're big fans of on this show, uh, went on Fox right afterwards and said a number of things that Comey said were just flat wrong. So I don't know where this leads us. Yeah, yeah, really, really interesting. But uh, let's get to the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, the Golden State Killer suspect is due in court today. Former police officer Joseph D'Angelo is going to be arraigned in Sacramento, California Superior Court. It turns out more than 30 years after his trail went cold, one of California's most prolific and elusive serial killers was caught when investigators matched crime scene DNA with genetic material stored by a relative on an un- online genealogical, or gene- genealogical site. The investigators used the DNA from the crime scenes that have been stored all these years. They plugged the genetic profile of the suspected assailant into the online database. They found some distant relatives of D'Angelo's and despite his years of eluding the authorities, traced their DNA to his front door. Interesting. I wonder how many people they had to go through. Right. I'll bet you how can... distant a family member it was, because it could have been, you know, a brother of a cousin, which yeah. would be a cousin, Joe. <laughs> You'd be able to weed yes. out a lot of people by age, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You'd have to do some sort of spreadsheety thing that right. I'm sure the coppers are good at when they have to sort through a bunch of people. First of all, you're yeah. looking for a man. That eliminates probably half of them. Mm, could be transgender. Right. Never to elude the authorities. Or in an effort to assume their true identity, Jack. The investigators would not name the DNA site they used to track the uh, DNA in this case. Companies like Ancestry.com and 23andMe charge customers to go ahead and use their DNA to uh, produce genetic profiles, but both companies say they were not involved in the case against D'Angelo. Already you're seeing some uh, people raising privacy concerns, though about an investigator's use of these websites to find suspected killers or other criminals. Yeah, I've been trying to think about this. I've heard the privacy people howling, and I'm usually one of them. But, uh, you know, while I am very protective of my address, phone number, social security number, I think for obvious reasons, and people selling it and stealing it and stuff like that bothers me. Right. Do I have any reason to be protective of my DNA? Yes. What's somebody going to do with it? Yeah. Well, uh, let me quote this email from Condi in Houston. Ah, uh, blah, blah, blah. The government will take a sample of blood at birth, and they will tell you what inherited diseases you, uh, you're you at risk for, et cetera, et cetera, much as the uh, 23andMe people do in, in similar sites. Um, also, a uh, reference to another quick email. Jeff uh, wrote us, uh, he sent us along an article and referenced me being 99% Neanderthal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeff, I'm in the 99th percentile of the amount of Neanderthal DNA. Yeah, that's what he said. DNA. I you're 99% not, Neanderthal. I yeah. am not, not. You're almost mind. entirely your Neanderthal. Yeah. 1% <laughs> short. I will yes. crush both your heads with a rock. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. <laughs> proven or anyway, uh, so uh, the government will do this for you, uh, just to, you know, to be helpful, but they will also sequence it and put it in a database, then if there's a crime, they'll match your DNA uh, to the crime scene. They can identify right. your relatives as well. They can even tell if you have uh, blah, blah, blah. It's just a matter of time. Looking forward to the crimeless utopia. Watch Gattaca again. It is now a documentary. But, so uh, I still don't understand how my DNA would be, if my DNA gets out there, what my concerns are. Oh, they'll use it to oppress you somehow. I don't know. Figuring, uh, tracking people, figuring out who's who. And when the revolution comes, Jack, okay. they'll uh, hunt you down. <laughs> All right. 
History is being made along the Korea border today. This is a reenactment of how it might have been announced on North Korean TV. 대거령도자 김정은 동지께서 26일 중화인민공화국의 수도 베이징에 도착하셨습니다. The North, or the Korean War, rather, is finally formally coming to an end 65 years after the fighting stopped. Hanson, Hanson, we got to cut a video. Joe and I stepping across like the line of the door. Yes. I, w- I try to welcome him over here. He tries to welcome me over there. <laughs> you first. He no, comes I'm, over. After you. And we no, step across you. the <laughs> which, which one of you are going to wear the Kim Jong-un really baggy pants? <laughs> I'd be happy to. North Korea. I, I'm a long day. Get that haircut he's got. I want to rock the I want to rock the un. We're joking, uh, of course, because that's what we do. But this is just absolutely yes. mind-blowing. Yes. Can you remember where we were just like a couple of weeks ago? The hermit kingdom, only one person on earth had ever met him that spoke English. I mean, the whole thing, he'd never right. been in, out of the country. All that, all that crazy stuff. And now he's just, he's flying around, talking to anybody, meeting with CIA directors, crossing into South Korea. I'm remaining vigilant, Jack. <laughs> I think this could just be the latest North Korean feint to buy time. I'm going to throw out a conspiracy theory. Do you think it's a lookalike? That's not really him. Wow. That's intriguing. Just a different little fat North Korean? They got a camp. Where do they breed them? The uh, two uh, Koreas calling for complete denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. President Moon through an interpreter saying of that pledge. Going forward for the denuclearization of Korean Peninsula. What? Uh, let me throw this out. I need out. a translator for the translator. <laughs> let me throw this out. Is there any chance that this evil son of a gun... Um, Get softened by any of this. The smiles and the handshakes and, the, and he looks around and people are happy and he, and he, and he just starts to think, you know, what the, what the, why not? Why not we just become one big happy country? Well, as I've been saying for a long time, he's a rational actor and it's entirely possible he thinks, yeah, that avenue would be a better avenue for me and my country in terms of, you know, maybe it's entirely selfish. Maybe in terms of wealth and comfort and hose. Or or maybe, you know, he thinks, wow, I could be the guy who changes starvation into, uh, you know, relative prosperity for my people. I would be a god. Uh, god sounds like a nice job. Who knows? I don't know. Or it could just be the latest North Korean feint to buy them time right. to... To develop with their weapons. This is like the most interesting, boring video I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing actually happens, right. but simultaneously, everything could be possibly happening yeah, in this right. video it's, from a historical right. standpoint. It's quite incredible, because 60 Minutes did a story just like a month ago yeah. about that little zone and, and, and how dangerous it is and the lack of communication mm-hmm. and all. And there they are, just standing there. Is it possible future generations will say... You know, only Rodman could go to North Korea. No, the way they people will say, not. only Nixon could go to <laughs> no, China. They will not. I believe they will. <laughs> After years of accusations and one mistrial, the jury in Bill Cosby's retrial found the 80-year-old comedy icon guilty. I've got some stunning facts on Bill Cosby about how big he was at one time. Guilty on all three counts of aggravated indecent assault. Soon after the guilty verdicts were read, the comedian had an outburst and called the DA, Kevin Steele, an a-hole. Not once, but twice. <laughs> Good move. He faces up to 10 years of prison on each count, but he will likely serve them concurrently after the verdict. Oh, he will? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. So that changed. So have you heard any putty? Wait, wait, being... what, what does that mean? <clears throat> at the same time, yep. you can give him three 10-year sentences, but they run at the same time. That doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. Right. It's it's right. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. 
So yeah, so or, verbal gymnastics. Or yeah, because he's he's old. He's eighty years old, right? right? So he could get three three year sentences, and you think, well, that's really the rest of his life. But if they're concurrent, you know, he he might live three more years. Yeah. Um, uh, have you heard anybody being realistic about how long he's going to be in jail? I hate it when they throw out with a maximum penalty right. of thirty years. Well, he's not going to get that. So why'd you even say that? Right. Now, I've heard people speculating, but it sounds just like they're speculating. It's because he's you know he's never been convicted of anything. Right. He's elderly. Right. He's not a threat. Blah blah blah. It's so un- it probably won't be much. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but that kind of a crime for somebody with no criminal past is it's shocking how little time somebody gets for something like that. I mean, I'm I'm learning about that going through the criminal justice system with the person that attacked us. Um, the guy got convicted of felonies, but it's, you think that's all? That's all the time he's going to be in prison? Right. Meanwhile, the uh, judge of the Cosby case have has allowed uh, Bill to uh, remain out of jail until his sentencing, which uh, could come in 60 to 90 days from now. And during that time, Cosby's been ordered to remain at his home, surrender his passport, and wear a GPS tracking device. Let's not hide the the a-hole part, because it was kind of entertaining. Yes. So the argument was being made, you can't, you got to keep him in jail. He might fly off in his right. plane. Right. And Cosby yelled out, he doesn't have a plane, you a-hole. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is, what the hell? That's yeah. some good comedy. He's still got it. <laughs> he once called Eddie Murphy to... to reprimand him oh, for working right, blue right. and now that's you're just dropping right, A-H's right. in a court of law, sir. In right. his rape trial. Good point. Good point, Sean. There you go. That's Sanctimonious your news. Sanctimonious old rapist. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of a nation. What an incredible disappointment. The fact that O.J. Simpson was a murderer is just surprising. The fact that a guy who had so much on the ball, so much wisdom from all appearances... Right. Would be rapey. I mean, that's just brutally disappointing. Yeah. Well, I got more on Cosby, how big he was, how low he's fallen. It's pretty interesting. Um, <clears throat> he doesn't have a plane, yay hole! <laughs> was that Dr. Huxtable? And the fact that he went third person is curious to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, I'll bet the guy said he has a private private plane. He doesn't have a private plane, eh? You know, <laughs> as Shoal. <laughs> what? Uh, as uh, as Shoal. Okay. As Shoal. Um, <laughs> so we got a whole bunch of stuff on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A judge ruled you can be kicked out of a bar for wearing a MAGA hat. Talk about that later. Wow. Why That's do, uh, troubling. Um, why do serial killers sometimes just stop killing? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's actually some data on that. Um, and how about the mm-hmm. joke that Fathead made yesterday when he stepped across the line into South Korea? What did he say? Did you hear the joke? No. So he says, because uh, he was talking about how he, they're they're going to you know become a nuclear free peninsula, and he's abandoning tests. And he said, "I won't be interrupting your early morning sleep anymore." <laughs> With any of this, you know how I would test a oh, nuclear bomb, Kim? <laughs> You're such a kidder. You know how I would set off an H bomb and 
and bring fears of nuclear holocaust because i'm only like 10 miles away yeah. <laughs> like thousands of artillery pieces pointed at your capital so you don't have to worry about that anymore slash them on the back how <laughs> <laughs> tired let's shake on it it's <laughs> <laughs> with the buzzer <laughs> oh my god <clears throat> good one kim <laughs> Ah, God, the comedy stylings. <laughs> so more on the uh, either incredibly Berlin Wall-esque moment on the Korean Peninsula or the latest uh, jab step and head fake by the uh, North Korean scum. Uh, it's one or the other. or <laughs> Who knows? Uh, so two things to deal with. Number one, a number of you folks have very kindly and beautifully alerted me to some job openings that my daughter might be interested in, in Spokane, Mm. which is very kind of you. The only problem is I have this weird phonetic thing where I say Spokane when I'm thinking of Tacoma. (laughs) I know where Tacoma is. Every single time I've driven to SeaTac Airport, I have ended up at the airport and not in Spokane. So clearly I know where it is. Uh, my daughter lives in Tacoma, not Spokane. So thank you for those jobs. Perhaps she can commute. I don't know. It's rather a long time. Wow. Yeah, so I you know, ask I just... people in Spokane to send along job openings. Yes. They did. He said, unfortunately, that's <laughs> yes. not where my daughter lives. Now let's try Plano, Texas. <laughs> Any job openings there? <laughs> I am so... I got this... <laughs> that's funny. I, what was that for like a Maybe dec- she should move. Well, yeah, there are a lot of nice people. It's a beautiful city. Absolutely. Um, anyway, uh, you remember when I called, for like a decade, I called every holiday Thanksgiving. Right. It was the weirdest neurological thing. And then it went away. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. I, just, I mean, I they're would, all essentially the same, right? I would sure. be thinking about, you know, Halloween's coming up, and I'd say, yeah, I got a bunch of shopping to do before Thanksgiving. And Jack would be like, well, that's, uh, that's like a month and a half away. Oh, no, Halloween. It was the weirdest thing. Spokane, Tacoma. Spokane, Tacoma. Tocan, Spokoma. All right, moving along. So, yeah, confirmed that the Golden State Killer was traced using genealogy websites um, where people willingly submit their DNA to connect with long-lost relatives, or in this case, according to one of the prosecuting attorneys for Sacramento County, he said investigators had compared the DNA to uh, information uploaded by people searching for parents or other relatives, or it's not clear to me the sentence is oddly constructed. This DNA Doe project, as in John Doe, which helps trace unidentified murder victims and return them to their families. Um, wow. That's that website uh, told the BBC that DNA sent to such a site by a relative of the murderer may have provided a crucial clue to police. Um, so, again, so, so there are specific genealogy sites that purpose is we're putting this out here. You know, we're doing this when you when you sign up with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah this done. is yeah. to find people and you put it up there and those people maybe will search. Right. Yeah, yeah, this is not a Zuckerberg thing right. where he's a. Uh... Pretending your stuff is secret, and it's not. They're yeah, letting you know off the bat. Quoting the Sacramento Bee, uh, sac- uh, the effort was part of a painstaking process that began by using DNA from one of the crime scenes from years ago, comparing it to genetic profiles available online ah, through various websites that cater to individuals wanting to know more about their family or uh, blah, blah, blah. So I guess anybody online who had it or could share it or whatever, they hit them all. <clears throat> Allegedly. Um, so this is more of an idea than a technique. 
Right. When we were when we had the sheriffs on yesterday, and they're talking about this new. I don't remember how they used it, but I was thinking yeah. like a. <clears throat> they were calling it new technology. Kind yeah. Of. Well, yeah. Although it Seems is like, it's like somebody just thought of it. Hey, it, you know what we ought to do? It is. <clears throat> although I wonder whether there wasn't a specific genetic matching technique that's new as huh. well. I don't know. You know, I I wish the sheriff could have just told us. Um, since it all came out <laughs> like five minutes after we got off the air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Super secret. Can't tell you. Yeah. Now it's on the New York Times. Oh, well. So I tell you what, um, once they got this D'Angelo monster in their sights, um, they had to know it was him. I mean, because absolutely everything fits. Sure. From, you know, being an ex cop to the age to everywhere he's lived, et cetera, et cetera. But they wanted to obviously get a conviction, so they followed him around and waited for him to discard something like a cup or what have you and got some DNA off of that. And then uh, then rounded him up. They kept an eye on him while they were testing the DNA and rounded him up. Yeah, the one thing about the DNA is you, you leave DNA everywhere. There's, there's nothing you can do about it. I know I do. <laughs> it's a compulsion of mine. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Well, let's see. Okay. You blow your nose and throw a tissue in the trash. You drink out of a cup. Throw a pop can in the trash. Anything. You're leaving DNA all over the place. Yeah. Well, and if I don't have a tissue, I'll often blow my nose on drapes. So there's that. Are you my kids? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Quit using that for a tissue. Get a tissue. Hey, they're right over there. Yeah, I know. Their jacket, their blankets, their whatever. Come on. You know, it's uh, anthropological. Cavemen didn't have tissues. They just wiped it. Bill Cosby was so big at one time. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.